I think we're live, Dave. Well, I always, yeah, we are. We have to do the countdown. <coughs> there we go. Okay. And we are live. Let's get rid of this one. Push that out. Yeah. Remove them. Remove them. Here we go. All right. Hey, everybody. We're starting the podcast tonight. Um, it's time for Star Trek, the original series, uh, season one, episode six, called Mud's Women from 1966. We're here to talk to you about it tonight on Live Long on Podcast. I'm Dave Mater. Uh, we come at you uh, weekly, multi-weekly, with Star Trek TV and movie reviews. And we're here streaming live on our Facebook page at Live Long and Podcast, also on YouTube and on audio versions. Uh, welcome to everybody. Um, we are uh, First, I will introduce my dad, uh, Ted Mater. How are you doing, Dad? Ted Mater's here today. He's good. Yeah, he's... Ooh. He's, you with, know, and then with hardcore had, uh, Fenton Mud this afternoon. Hardcore Fenton Mud. We're here to talk to you today about it. And Jody, uh, how are you doing? Uh, Jody Simpson, introducing Jody Simpson, here to talk to us tonight about Star Trek, the original series. <laughs> I know I need to get my script a little bit. This better. this podcast, just like this episode, is just it's just it's, fantastic. It's, it's just it's off. It's just a little <laughs> off right from the beginning. It was all a bit it's off. It's a classic. This is a classic episode. Here we're oh. here. So this is about the great Harry Mudd, and this is the introduction of Harry Mudd. We have, um, it's it's a it's the same thing. So Jody, when we first brought up Harry Mudd last week, you said, "I'm not sure if I know who that is." And uh, no, you said, "No," and you said after starting the episode, I forgot you about know, him. You you had forgotten this. You had seen this uh, at some point in your life. So uh, I know how my dad I, feels. Get to him first. Blanked it out of my head. Hmm. I said I must have blanked it out of my mind. What do you think of the great Harry Mudd? Uh, I like the character. He, you can call here. him Leo Walsh. Well, yes, I guess technically. Uh, um, I, I like the character, but it's he, he's a snake oil salesman, a traditional 60s television snake oil salesman. Uh, kind of confirming that Star Trek it was really just a Western in space, because uh, that's basically what this was. Um, everything else about this episode is terrible, <laughs> including the no, message. It's not. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, so you're not a fan, okay, Dad? Come on, you say this is a classic. This is a great. Uh, a classic. His debut appearance this is uh i think the sixth episode technically in the order of when they aired and it's definitely one of the earliest ones they they filmed uh, you can tell because there are a lot of the costume changes including uh, Uhura, you can tell yeah she's in the gold in this episode uh which indicates it's pretty yes. early in the production uh so yeah so uh this is where they come in for harry mud why do you like harry mud because uh, I think he's a real character, and uh, he kind of was fun and made the episode fun. With you know, you never knew what was coming out of Harry Mudd. He was always had an angle behind every, behind every um, kind of conniving move that he was making. The interesting characters. Yes, he's an interesting character to say the least, and he's not like uh, your typical boring Star Trek character like that guy last week but uh he's more of a charlatan right a and guy so who is uh, a, a carnival a carny he'd be like a carny 
He's like, he's like a car. He's a snake oil salesman. He, I, yeah, I, I oil, prefer yeah. uh, the term lovable rogue. That's uh, that's lovable rogue. That's a good. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, 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 I don't know if lovable is the first word. Uh, well, he's kind of just like you know, he doesn't mean uh, any harm. Like he's he's someone who is kind of got. He's always got a scam, but he's not necessarily violent, or he's not necessarily uh, doing anything that's no, hurting. No. Right. That's what kind of like. He is a scammer. Of, he's a bit of a scammer, and so we here we get Harry Mud introduced in this episode. So uh, let's we can go through play by play. Um, and this whole episode starts with them chasing a ship that they, they I guess they saw a ship go by. They go, hey, what's going on? They don't have a beacon on. They start following it. They evade it. They go into an asteroid belt. It's kind of like, I'm, you know, all this happens. And they the get the ship gets blown up. Yeah, but, but very quickly, yeah, like they fly into this asteroid belt and then they can survive. And then the Enterprise has to use all their energy to save them. Right. And they're like, who, is, who are these people? Why won't they answer? And they're just they're really they're not too happy about this whole situation. So they get they beam in Harry Mudd first, who claims to be what's his name? Uh, Leo Walsh, I think is his alias. In this Leo movie. Walsh. Yeah. Yeah, so Leo Walsh. Yeah. Harry Mudd when he first walks in. He goes, oh, no, I'm Leo Walsh. Uh, and they just saved that the next three people on board just in time because he comes over first to check things out. I guess he's about to die, but he doesn't have a lot of options. He's in the middle of an asteroid belt. But uh, they get them over, and right away, boom! The ladies, the Muds women, the title characters of the episode show up, and the men—they just can't, not even Spock. Spock himself is uh, quite taken. Uh, so yes, he was dumbfounded. Uh, so Jody, what do you? Okay, the whole premise of the episode, uh, just with these women being introduced and what's going on. So you're already saying this is not for you. This is not your favorite episode. Uh, this was the original Chinese wives. I like, I like Harry Mudd's are, character. Right? I, I, I do. Now keep in mind, this is the first time he's in the he's in the in the show. He does return for a couple more episodes, so he's kind of a lovable scamp, right? Um, uh, he comes back with that, one more one more original series episode, and then a couple animated episodes, which are canon. So he's technically yes. has a few a few more. They are canon, movies. yeah. Um, yeah, like it, I don't have any problem with the character itself. Um, it's the premise of the rest of this episode that I just think is just absurd. Uh, it's like obviously you don't want me to go all the way through this, but you know it's it's essentially. Well, for lack of a better term, it's prostitution and drug or organized crime. <laughs> like it's like it's <laughs> this is prostitution. Like there's this no is way human trafficking. This. Like, <laughs> this is He's human trafficking oh, yeah. for is, reasons yeah. of prostitution. Right, and he kind of these mail order brides, and he doesn't mail order them. They're mail order brides that are drugged up. Yeah, they're all running on drugs, man. What do they call those guys yeah, who have well, all the um, uh, prostitutes that work for them? Pimps! That's right. what they call them. Pimps, Dave! Oh, is, that, is that what Harry Mudd is? He's a space pimp! Harry yeah, Mudd. He's a space pimp. Right? He's a space pimp. Space pimp. Um, Harry Fe even had the earring like a pimp would have. Right. You know, his well, big earring yeah, on his well, left ear? Oh, yeah, massive. Yeah, earring yeah. the whole time, and everything going on with him and they don't like him from the get uh as soon as they save him it's it, like after the women show up and 
Um, like they're all attractive. Like even when they get into their ugly mode a little bit later on, I'm like, I don't really okay. see what's going on here. But wait, we have to talk about them showing up though, because there's a couple of things, a couple of observations that I actually watched over and over again, thinking, oh, maybe I'm wrong on this. So when they when they first beam in, McCoy is the one that seems to be like the most drawn to them. He's like, whoa, hello, you know that kind of thing. There's a all scene right. where. Him and McCoy, just as the girls leave, Spock looks down like he's looking down at McCoy's crotch. And then he's like, Hold on, we can bring you know, kind of like he's dumbfounded. Like, why is he so turned on by this? If I mute the uh, if I mute the audio, oh, you got this, do you? Okay, this is fair. This is fair use as long as I mute the audio. Yeah, yes, yes, for sure. Uh, Let's see if we can get this in here because it's right as they're leaving. There's a scene where the two of them are in shot. Uh, McCoy's ahead. He's in. He's in the front of the frame, and then Spock's in the behind of the frame. Yeah, keep going. It's in there somewhere. Wait, everybody's wearing this hat. I forgot about this hat. He doesn't have it the whole. Okay, time. so it's about. So. That was his pimp. That was his pimp hat. Yeah, well, his space pimp. He's got to have a hat. <laughs> so there you go. Name? McCoy starts getting all giddy. Right, like just like the line. Even Spock. Okay, was, like, so he's it's like, it's coming. It's right after. Kirk's calling down to the transporter room, and even Spock's not like, answering. So Spock must be uh, taken with this, right? Yeah, no one was answering. And that guy there, what, what's that guy's name again? Oh, the, the, the kind of grizzly old-looking dude who's running the helm. I don't know. He's he's in it a lot. Yeah. quite a bit to say. Could you find somebody more more nasty to look at on on the bridge than that guy? <laughs> oh yeah, he's bad. All right, so here's where they're setting it all up. Kirk's like, what the hell? You know, blah, blah, blah. You know, bring him down, blah, blah, blah. So, okay, so here it goes. So Mud's going to leave, then the women leave. Look at look at the fucking shit grin on McCoy's I face, know, it's, eh? It's quite something, you know? Okay, yeah. It was, you can, he's it's around here. You can't really hear it with the audio. But there's, a, there's clearly a scene where... It looks like Leonard Nimoy is looking at his crotch, and then all of a sudden he, he looks back up at him, and he's like, you know, almost like he just saw Woody or something. <laughs> okay, so Spock just left. You think they snuck? So it would have been. It would have been at this episode? point. It would have been just before this. Okay. I, I I'm willing to bet it was. Yeah. Oh, there. Okay. Hold on. Is it this? Maybe it's Scotty that's actually doing it. <laughs> Can't remember which one it was. Yeah, I don't know. I've had I've had a couple. Uh, Hold on. Like the like the there's a Bruder film, right? Like uh, break this down. For no, because these they're yeah they're talk. Yeah, no, it's it's no, it it had to have been Spock. It had to have been Spock. So it's just before the scene. Go back a little bit. No, keep going back. It's when they first start talking. All right. Okay. Play from here. Play from here. Now, because now they're scrolling. Hold on. Okay, so there he is, Mr. Giddy. <laughs> like, hey. yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, there it is. There it is. Look, he looks down. He does. And then he looks back up, and he's like, Holy "Right, shit. I, I know, I saw it. I, <laughs> I'm I telling it. you, it's there. No, I you saw that, there. right? Oh, it's yeah. totally there. And it's not like it was just like he was slightly off the camera. He was literally looking <laughs> down at his package. <laughs> and McCoy's just like, yeah. Yeah, this episode. So well, that. they were probably all excited. Like, like I'm not saying that these women also. There's one other thing I want to mention about this scene. But they're like, there's a lot of women. Oh, they're, on the show. they're gorgeous women. And I don't know, like I, I'm not. 
not to take anything away from them or anything. I just like there's a lot of women on the show. Well, and look at all these gratuitous ass shots. Like, <laughs> oh, it's it's a lot. This, this is just a lot. This, uh, I like, a different this time. would never. I, this is like HBO, man. Back in the '60s, like this is what this is. This was prime. This wouldn't be on normal network cable. This they would have sent family network TV in the 1960s. That was probably it. That was probably the first time under boob was ever showed. Hey? Oh, probably yeah, yeah. It was under well, well yeah. Uh, you know, thing, gorgeous like, women. These are risque outfits for the time, for sure. Like, uh, well, I guess yeah. the late '60s. This was, you know, depending on where. How do these women know how to use a turbo lift? You know, they're they've been around. I don't get that. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently. We don't. We, we don't well, maybe not. The, we don't know for sure if they've been around. Yeah, we're not watching the whole thing. But we're not watching the whole thing. Anyway. I just we, we don't want to get any sued. Clip we want, but it's uh yeah. So the whole thing is um, they get introduced to Kirk, and Kirk's like, even I'm under the spell of these women. Uh, then like you know, it's it's Scotty telling Spock. Wow, hey, that's that's not unheard of for Kirk. No, it's but yeah, I, I like the line like I'm he's married to his ship. Just try to get between him and the Enterprise EV. You'll never you'll never work. Uh, so they they pretty much decide yeah. right away that that. Uh, Harry, well, they think his name is Leo Walsh. That he needs to be put up into their hearing because why wasn't he answering? They're very official. This is very official. Like maybe they have like a little trial out there, and and he brings all his women and all the men are, are watching and the whole yeah. crew uh, is going on. But uh, they say, okay, we got to get to Rigel Twelve because we blew out all our crystals saving Leo Walsh and all these women. Um, they had to go see Ben Childress. And just yeah, for the children. just for the record, they're called lithium crystals in this episode. Lithium, but they're not talking about dilithium. They're talking about lithium crystals that are somehow some kind of other circuit. They're talking about crystals that make the ship go. True. I yeah, lithium crystals, they but they, they, they. I don't know. Maybe they're the same. Uh, I think they just changed the name after. But anyway. Oh. Right, but the whole the whole hearing the whole hearing thing. So this is where it all comes out: who Harry Mudd is, what he's up to, who, who uh, whatever, and, uh, and and because they use a lie detector on him, right? And he's just like blasted machine yeah. box, stupid boxes. He can't get through. I don't know. How, he was he couldn't fake his way through them, <laughs> and uh, and so they figure out who he is. That he's a smuggler. He's got these outstanding warrants. Uh, that, but it doesn't really matter because he's got the women, right? And he's like, oh, I'm going to make a deal. And all the men there are basically not... Only Kirk is able to resist. And Spock, I guess. But Spock doesn't say much in this whole thing. This whole sequence here. Anyway, no. like... I, I, It's a fun... I don't know. It's a fun... It, if you like just people sitting around talking in an episode, this is fun. But, like, because I think that the guy who plays <laughs> very much is interesting. <laughs> That place looks oh. like a real nice place to live at on Rigel 12. You want to go to Rigel 12? We'll take a look at Rigel 12. They're passing Rigel 12. Yeah, it looked really, they actually went, it looked really did nice. Did they land on Rigel 12? Was it Rigel 12 they actually landed on? Here, let's, let's have a look at it here. Oh, it's okay. dark, stormy all the time. It's always like that. See it there? It's not a place you yeah. want to live. <laughs> well, unless you're a crack whore that's looking for a husband. <laughs> Well, yeah, but geez, just think if it didn't go well. You're, you're you stuck on Rigel 12. 
Ted, how can you defend this episode? Everything about this episode is terrible, except for Mud. Harry Mud is good, but like <laughs> the plot of the episode is nonsense. Like it's 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 oh, it's garbage. It's and, total and so garbage. He's selling. What does he say? He said he he explains. Um, I recruit wives or settlers. A difficult but satisfying task. A difficult but satisfying task. Yeah, yeah. This is the noble pursuit. It's difficult because of all the satisfying. He's a human trafficker. He's 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 got. Actually, it turned out that the drugs weren't really doing that much. Supposedly, although it did a lot for the one in the green dress. I think she still did. Just for Evie. Evie needed the drugs. Didn't need the drugs because the other two did. Is that what it was? Or all right. Well, definitely, definitely the one in the green dress needed it. But how do you? I don't know. The the drug makes them look better. Right. Let's look at the. Okay. Like, like yeah. Everything about this episode is offensive. <laughs> oh, you're pure. Stop being. Stop being so pure. I'm not trying. This is a anybody who knows me. Anybody who knows me said knows I'm not pure. All right, but like, (laughs) wow. Yeah, this is then when they were going through their their little phase there. Yeah, yeah, that was. Yeah, she went. She went pretty bad, pretty pretty quick. They always. She didn't really go that. She wasn't that bad when she went ugly. The only difference is they their hair is not combed. They don't have makeup on. Uh, well, this one has something layered on top of her skin. I think. Oh, they they yeah, clearly like, gave her some prosthetic. Like, yeah, but everybody yeah. everybody's chins are bigger than and, they and were they, when they were on the drug. When they're in their pretty mode, they're they have the fake eyelashes on, and that's the big you know, the biggest yeah. thing. Yeah, it's this is yeah. this is beyond offensive, man. Like, right, like woman, oh, find me the pills. Where are the hills? Off. Where are the pills, Harry? Because like, he, he is he is yeah. the uh, sorry. He's the fucking drug pimp. Yeah, exactly. He's a pimp. Yeah, he's the pimp. This is Star Trek, by the he's way. Looking over these Everybody, women. This is Star Trek. <laughs> but, but you remember that episode of uh, the Next Generation where there was like the drug addict episode, where like basically Picard yeah. destroys the drug supply and it's like, have fun in rehab. Yeah. Right. Yeah, have fun in rehab. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. this is just uh it's like and by the I, end, okay. how can anybody like. We we got a comment from Jamil here, and I don't know if you can oh. push that up there, Dave. Can you? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, this episode is excellent. Dad Mater is absolutely correct. <laughs> Jamil, I love you. All right, you're a great <laughs> dude. I I don't get where See, you're at on this are, either. The people are the people are they're, are, are uh, putting out their voice. They're putting out. There you go. Well, well, one person put out their voice. What's your favorite thing about this episode? While we're or we're on it. Me? What's the favorite? My favorite. Dad, Dad. Sorry. What's your favorite thing about this episode? I don't know. I think I think just the the whole storyline with how Harry Mud ca- kind of hangs, you know, carries himself as a as a charlatan kind of, you know, as Jody would say, a drug dealing pimp. <laughs> you know, but uh, you know, they then they go down to this Rigel Twelve, which is like the hellhole of the world uh, of, of any world. And they're getting these crystals there, and these three miners live there in the middle of nowhere. Oh, it's just it's bizarre. 
Yeah, well, they need they need they need the the crystals because they blew them out helping to save them, and then the, they yeah. can only get them at this one. There's one place close enough. There's only one gas station close enough, and they're at the mercy of those guys <clears throat> when they get there. What would have happened so, if they were at ten days from Rigel Twelve? They would have been in trouble, but I guess they could have called for another chef to help them. <laughs> there would have been a lot of pregnancies on the Enterprise. Right. There might have been. Some yeah. Well, like the thing is that, like, with these women, with these female characters taking over the men on the episode, like, Yohura's not really established much at this point. She doesn't have a lot to say no. or do yet. Uh, I don't, I don't, Janice Rand's not in this episode. And so, so, well, and Sulu, Sulu's running around like a horny teenager. Yeah. Yeah. He's it's like the helmsman guy on. Yeah. Yeah, the, the ugly Helsman guy that looks like Lurch. Lurch Helsman, that's what I'm going to call him. Um, but it's like, I uh, I I don't even have words, Dave. Like I'm sorry. The computer is describing all the males. There, I got this clip. Unusual reading on male board members. Detecting high respiration patterns. Perspiration rates up. Heartbeat rapid. Blood pressure higher than normal. Right, but... But the Venus pills don't make these people act like that, right? It's just that they make these women more beautiful. Or if you were a man, it would yeah, be... Yeah, but the more men beautiful. were getting all excited. That's what that's supposed to mean. Right. But it's not because they're under a it's spell. It's still a drug. Well, they're not under no. a drug. They, like, it's the... Um, or is it at least some kind of hypnosis? I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, but they get to this... Uh, it's, it's clearly... I think there was some hypnosis. It's clearly changing the mentality of these women. Even though Harry Mudd's sort of like arrested under the ship in his quarters, like his three women are allowed to run around the ship and kind of run these little missions. One well, because Kirk says that only he has charges, not them. Yeah, but it's kind. Of, but like, and then they, yeah, and basically every time they come to see Harry Mudd, the security like, just get out of the way, right? Because they're just like, oh, hello. And then, I liked how Kirk asked, "Is are these women your crew?" And he says, "Hell no, they're my cargo. <laughs> they're my cargo." Yeah. And then I was trying to remember, like objectifying. I was trying to remember: is this the one with the androids? I was. I kept thinking that they were androids the whole time. But that's the no. other. That's the other Harry Mudd episode, right? That's the other one. I Mud. I Mud. Yeah, which is step step wives basically. Yeah, because yeah, because he goes from real women to androids eventually. Um, and then his uh, and and in that one, his wife is there. His real wife. Please don't make me watch that episode next week. His real wife, Stella. No. <laughs> yeah, his, his Stella, she keeps right? yelling hardcore Benton mud. Hardcore Benton. I gotta get those clips. Yeah, I'll get that one, but. I think I think you you guys are in love with the actual character and nothing to do with the story. The story is terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Like I love Mud. I think he's a great character. They should have used him even more than just that. But it's he's fine. You know, he could have been like a reoccurring character. This guy who plays him is charismatic. Oh yeah, absolutely. And and the actor is great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the plot of the episode, yeah, is kind of ridiculous because like these miners who I, I guess are humans right they seem to be humans ben childress and the rest like they're kind you know, of like yeah. you know that in two, in 2016 uh tv line ranked eve finding out that kirk had given her a placebo rather than a beauty pill as number 13 on the top 20 all-time original series moments 
Just just a so little that, tip for you. Like, that's the big thing at the end where he's like, um, yeah. but that's that's like finding a diamond ring in a stack of shit. Like it's still a stack of shit, and you still have a ring covered <laughs> in shit. Right, because it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Dumbo and the feather, right? It was like you know you didn't need that. You could fly all yeah. along. You didn't need the you know you didn't need the feather. Uh, yeah, you didn't need the damn feather. Yeah. yeah, you don't need you don't need this hairy mud to give you a pill. It's all it's how you feel about yourself is what the message of the episode is. You gotta at least appreciate that. I was offended by women watching this episode, Dave. <laughs> like this is just oh. Zach Handlin of the AV Club. You want to hear his? He gave this episode an A minus rating, describing the character of Harry Mudd in particular as a as a familiar character type, but an enjoyable one. Oh, I so have no qualms with the character. Like we've all met this. Yeah, kind of guy. A minus. In our lives. I like the guy. We've all met a guy like Harry Mudd, or sort of like Harry Mudd. Maybe not in human trafficking yeah. sense, but just a just a kind of a guy who's like you know maybe a little bit of a. Small time. We we both have a friend, Dave, that uh, would be classed as this. I think. Maybe, perhaps. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, we're not going to name names, though. Well, we won't name names, but you know, here on on uh, no. Move Along Your Podcast. But yeah, like uh, it's he's fun. I, I understand why they kept bringing him back. Uh, and oh, yeah. Well, what do we think about how? Because rewatching this, I kept thinking about the new interpretation, the Rain Wilson version, which neither of you know. I don't know it. So is that Discovery? It, that's Discovery. Oh, well, no one cares then. At least I don't. <laughs> like, if you watch any of his, because he's playing a version of this character that, that's 10 years earlier and is very different. Well, Rain, Rain, Rain's a great character actor to begin with, though, so I can Rain understand Wilson that. from The Office is playing this character. Yeah. He's now the incumbent of this role. Right, he's playing. Oh yeah, he's actively playing. They have a young, they have a younger version of Stella and everything. Um, oh no, kidding. Yeah, I don't know if I need that again. I don't need more prequel stuff in my Star Trek, but whatever, it's there. But uh, yeah, like I think that this uh, version—that's really what Discovery is. I prefer this version to the to the Rain Wilson version, just in terms of this character feels less evil than Rain Wilson's version. <laughs> Rain Wilson's version is much more malevolent. Roddenberry wanted a swashbuckling character as the lead. That's what he wanted. That's why they picked Harry Mudd. They wanted a swashbuckling it. character. They couldn't have done. I think better. he could get the. Uh, I think he could get the episode by uh, easier if he had a, a real likable swashbuckler. Well, that's <laughs> the only thing that's not killing me watching the episode completely. Like is is his charisma and his charm and. All that, and you, you know, it, it's a great character. Like, he, like a I have no qualms with that, but the story is he's got a little bit of a pirate kind of thing going on. Yeah, he's this for is sure. So like, if you watch this whole sequence where he, he's giving her the drugs, like with the sound off, you go, This guy's fucking evil. <laughs> oh, yeah, the whole episode, you're like. <laughs> How can I hate this guy but love him at the same time? Like he's literally doping up women and selling them. Like <laughs> I don't know how you can say this any different. Jody, did you recognize this actor who played Ben Childress? 
Ben so Childress. The lead, the lead miner. Is this guy? He's the lead miner. I recognized him, but I didn't know why. He was in Star Trek The Next Generation. Ooh. Which oh, okay, well, then that's probably why I recognize him. He, okay, you read the episode with Trinity the Binars? The Binars? Yes. There was like yeah. kind of a guy at the Starbase who kind of looked like Picard, but with like a little bit of a goatee. I'll pull you up in a picture in a second. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, like I think I remember 20 years this later, yeah. a little grayer and a goatee. Yeah. Anyway, he's, he's played a couple roles. And he's actually in another episode of the original series called The Mark of Gideon or something. I don't know what that is. But because uh, I'm learning that there are original series episodes I still haven't seen. This is not. I think I've seen this at some point. It's been a long time. I've seen oh, me too. Yeah. I hadn't. I actually I... didn't think I saw this. And then. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. You Go on. Um um, I, I, what I was saying was that I didn't, I, I didn't think I've ever seen this episode because I didn't recognize the name right away. And then the minute, like, I start playing it, the minute I see Mud, I'm like, okay, now I remember this. But I didn't remember the whole plot to this, uh, this episode. I must have blocked it out. Like as but far as the first, oh, yeah, the just so goes. It's kind of in the middle for me. Like I think honestly, but. Um, it's it's definitely not the worst season uh like first season episode by far uh but the 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 writing and the story and even the dialogue to some degree is just terrible in this episode i just i'm guessing roddenberry roddenberry had to been roddenberry yeah all the all the mediocre kind of shitty ones were him usually he didn't write the teleplay, but uh, but like that just means like some little bit dialogue bits and stuff. But um, yeah, he yeah. wrote the story, right? So he's like, yeah. Doesn't shock me that this is the premise. For, but you like, can tell this, this being the premise this of this episode. Kind of like the whole, like, this is the Roger. Because he had pitched this as wagon train to the stars, and I don't know what the hell wagon train is, but uh, it's some kind of western, I think. A western, right? And I, I think <laughs> yeah. that. This, this um this yeah. Ben Childress character is meant to be some kind of a Western kind of a guy, like a like a miner, right? He's a miner and out in he's out in the he's, he's rich. A, he's a miner, yeah. Yeah, so you're gonna sell me some women, Harry Mud, and blah blah blah. Well, he is a miner, he's mining lithium. Yeah. All right. But do you know what that thing was too? Like by the end of it, I'm thinking Harry Mudd and Kirk are kind of a good team. Or kind of an interesting team, right? Because just the way they played this last scene together. Well, the at the at the last the last scene together was really well done. I thought uh, he's like, you know, I could be a character witness for you at your trial, bud. Can we allowed to play the audio? Yeah. yeah. Hold on. All right, Childress, I've gone as far with you as I intend to. I want those lithium crystals, and I want them now. Enterprises occur. Spock here, Captain. Stand by. So I beam well, down why did you call them then? We're coming aboard with the lithium crystals. How many coming, Captain? For evil stay. The day at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the woman. It's all. It's a great day. Today at least. What about tomorrow? Yeah, 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 yeah. If she's. If he doesn't want her tomorrow, it's not gonna work out for her. Got someone up there called the Enterprise. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because he was like, she was like, I Two was thinking about marrying you, Kirk, but you're married to the Enterprise, oh, so I'm gonna marry Ben Childers. A little dig at Childers. Don't you 
possibly. And I'm gonna stay in on, on Rigel 12. Me behind here on this planet. That would there we go. Enough. I can't do that, Harry. But I will appear as a character witness at your trial. If you think that'll help, they'll throw away the key. <laughs> Right, and that's the you know. That's the <laughs> By the way, this is about prostitution and drugs. But Harry, but Harry Mudd kind of. Like, I love that happy little chipper. Like, well, no, Harry Mudd would have died on the Enterprise too if they had lost power and lost orbit and crashed into the planet, right? So, um, I guess he was kind of saving. The Harry planet. Mudd's one of those guys who lives on the edge. He's always living on the edge. Yeah, like I want to uh, know why you have such a hard on for this guy, Ted. <laughs> Harry Mudd. I, I remember him when this episode first came out back in the '60s. I remember this guy. Okay. He was but like a charlatan. He was. He was amazing. You don't want to see the new version. You don't want to see the the guy who's playing him now. No. No. It's this. You know, the sequel to a movie is never as good as the original. But this is a prequel. Well, there are exceptions to that rule. This There's a very few, but you know, no, not really. Godfather's the best. The Godfather's the best. Yeah, the other one wouldn't have existed without the original one. Rathacon yeah, versus the original Star Trek movie, by far a better movie. Okay, well, I think we're the Wrath of Khan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't uh, call those – those are copycats of the show. So those are – in essence, the show is better than the movies. But I know my kids will never agree with that. Uh, I think we're ready to uh, – I know this is Jamil's favorite part is where we bring out the big Excel spreadsheet. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's bring it full screen. Uh, oh, we got the echo again. Sure. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Mud's women. Yeah, let's give some ratings for this. Okay, Jeff's not here again, so we'll take him off. Okay, and uh, Dad, what do you want to give this out of 10? I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Seven and a yeah. half. Okay. Wow. And Jody? Uh, this is like, I don't know, I'm going to go with like a three. Three and a half, maybe. <laughs> okay, a three and a half. Wow, that's... It's not a good episode. I mean, you liked this more than the Omega Glory. Uh, no, because I've ordered that less. I, you liked this more, right? Oh, I like this more than that. Ain't hard. Yeah, I liked though. it more. Okay. Yeah. The Omega, the Omega Glory is a terrible, terrible episode. IMDb is giving this a six point eight. Oh, there is so many people. Ooh. And I'm going to give this. Uh, I'm going to give this a solid. Oh, I'm so disappointed with you. <laughs> so, uh, where does that leave us? So, uh, I guess that means that uh, this is the not second worst episode. Second worst we've watched so far. Yeah, but Jeff would have probably been up around a seven too. You know? So no, Jeff would have given it like a one. He doesn't get a vote because he ain't here. So, uh, yeah. What about uh, what's the next episode? Because we talked about doing. Um, something last week we wanted to what was i got a good i got a good one for the next episode yeah and do you, does any of you guys know who was the inventor of the warp drive that's zephyr oh okay yes zephyr cochran zephyr cochran yeah yes 
from the movie Star Trek First Contact. How did you know that? Have you not seen it's the movie? Have you not, have you not seen Star Trek First Contact? <laughs> That's no. what the whole movie's about, is that Frank Cochran? We just watched is it. it really? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're gonna watch the show. The show is called Metamorphosis. I know it. Oh yeah. Do you know it, Dave? Oh yeah. I know who's the I knew who's episode Cochran of the was. Yes, metamorphosis. Okay, it's the one. Where do I go here? Solo off, and let's hide that and bring us back in. Yeah, I know metamorphosis. Like, um, wow, it's so. it, Zevram Cochran in that episode is nothing like the Zevram Cochran in the movie. Uh, no, other than they have the same name and they are the same character, but just like Harry Mudd is played by two different people with two different performances, so is Zevram Cochran. Uh, so maybe if well, the guy uh, who played. And the original series is Glenn Corbett. And he died in 93, so he couldn't have been in the movie. Ah, there you go. No, no, he couldn't have been in the movie. And I, it was fine with recasting. It he didn't look that old. How, 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 uh, how did he die so young? Who? Do you how know? did he die so young? He was, he was 60 when he died. Um, oh, was he? According to this, yeah. Um, yeah, he looks... He looks Hey, died in San Antonio, Texas. That's like a love but story. Episode. I just remember him being uh, in. He was in. Um, he was in the movie Midway. Okay, it, it's a much more wholesome story. Maybe than, yeah. Than this Harry Mudd story. So hey, how about it? Yeah. Well, there's no hookers in this one. No, no, no drugs and, uh, and drugs and uh, self-esteem issues and human trafficking and uh, nefarious yeah. abuse. He died of lung we cancer. We cleaned it up for this. Movie. Wants to know. Oh, he's a smoker. Zephyr Cochran died of lung cancer. Yeah. <laughs> Dollar signs. Apparently. Well, that means I. Do you know what that means? Then I can bring out. Uh, this episode Zephyr. brought to you by Marvel. We got his Zephyr Cochran. You can bring out what? You know. I built this ship so that I could retire to some tropical island filled with. Naked women. That's Zephram Cochran. That's Zephram Cochran. Yeah. That's from the movie, Ted. And you people, you're all oh. astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. Star Trek. Yeah. So hey, I was excited <laughs> to see this other version of Zephram Cochran, who chronologically comes after that one. So, um, you know, kind of in his golden years. as he Technically, yeah. He finds love with a big space cloud, yeah. a big electric space cloud, I believe, that saved him. I am the guardian. Oh, we did not get those clips. Okay. All right. Well, hey, you know, it's uh, there's not a lot <laughs> so of love here. Can't so, wait. Uh, you know, these these original series recaps don't. No, do there's not much to recover. There's not much to cover because they spend a lot of time. Going well, some of them do. They spend a lot of time wasting time, like sitting around talking, or uh, or just like you know, in fist. I mean, like. Yeah, Omega Glory with its uh, what four synchronized three, fist fights? Three synchronized <laughs> choreographed uh, fights. And oh, was one, it three? This one wasted yeah. a lot of time with um with Ben Childress like wandering out in the in the desert in the the storm looking for her. like you know like that went on for three days I guess uh, in the story because they, yeah. they they said they could keep that orbit for three three days and then and then it was three days later and they almost died. Yeah, if they didn't have any power though, they would have crashed into the into the planet, right? So um, you need you need energy to, to stay in orbit. 
Yes. You did, I don't think you just go around in orbit. Yeah. Forever. Well, yeah, yeah. Impin ain't okay. easy. I understand why after having watched this episode, you believe that you need a bit of energy to, to maintain an orbit. Okay. So perhaps. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not. Well, a it'd be just like, it'd be just like riding a bicycle around a hoop. Okay. Like, you know, upside down, you can ride a bike upside down on a hoop. The minute you stop. <laughs> right. Unless you're you need to have the energy to keep it going. You don't need propulsion yeah. in space. That's okay. why a squirrel, not a squirrel, but a hamster runs on a wheel. You got to keep it going. <laughs> There's no resistance in space. There's no resistance. No, you keep it going. Yeah, you have centrifugal force, they call that. That's right. Therefore, you don't need there propulsion. You, go. Um, you only need propulsion to uh, acquire the orbit. Um, everybody, Dad, you don't you don't have to click the X when the uh, we we stop uh, broadcasting. You can keep going, if you yeah, have, unless you want to go. Okay. Um, okay. Um, everybody else, uh, you don't have to go home, but you can stay here. Um, we're going to uh, be back on Saturday for our rewatch of Star Trek Insurrection, and uh, we'll be here on oh. Monday evening uh, on trivial debates to talk about well to have our trivial debates jody's hosting that one we got kevin Is this sunday it's this sunday you better get the questions out it's thursday crap night, i guess i gotta write those i gotta write those questions yeah uh, all right I, I can you send me the happy. format dave when you get a chance yeah i'll send you the form you know the format um, how many followers did you get so far for this channel no for the all your you know you're to get 100 didn't you we're not at 100 yet. We need subscribers, everybody. Subscribe. Get your friends to subscribe. Get your family members. Create like a fake account and subscribe through that. That's what we need right now. We need to go to 100 subscribers. It's fine. Yeah, all our channels. Live long. How many long, you got long, now? Trivial debates. Super Mater Brothers. All of them. You know, like do not leave a stone unturned. If you don't know how to subscribe, Google it. It's there. You can do it. Um, we, we need your support. Watch our Super Mater Brothers. You just uh, click subscribe. It's not hard. It's not hard. Um, and I think we, that covers everything. Oh, yeah. Tuesday night, we're back with, um, we'll be talking uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, the episode Dax uh, for the eighth episode of the first season. So, uh, and the first real uh, spotlight on the Dax character in that series, which will be really great. Okay, everybody. Uh, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Jody. We'll be back next week to talk great. Metamorphosis. See you then. Bye.